0: Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you want to learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. So what are, what are some of the big things you've learned from comedians, like Kevin Hart, for instance, or a Patrice O'Neill? Like, What are some things... Big takeaways you've learned from being around these kind of people?
1: Uh, Patrice O'Neill, man, the best advice he ever gave me is have an opinion, but don't let the opinion have you. So, you know, that basically means that, you know, you can you can say something, but don't be so arrogant to not be open to what someone else says because they could teach you something and give you a whole nother perspective that you never even thought of. So, you know, have an opinion, but don't let your opinion have you. Mm. Mm. What about uh, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. uh, The thing that I learned about um, from him.
0: Hot breath. What's up, hot breath? The verse. I am so excited to be back here with you today. This is the Hot Breath Podcast, the show you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and you all know what time it is. Hot Breath. That is how we start all these hot breath episodes, hot brethren and sister. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the hot breath of verse. I am so excited to share this interview with you. If you didn't hear the past few weeks, I'd been breaking down how I recorded my own comedy special independently. That'll be linked in the show notes if you'd like to go check it out and support and watch it. But our guest today is is back in the hot seat. He was a guest back in Hot Breath episode number 61, and now we are back here to catch up on all the craziness that has happened in his life and all the insight in this comedy game that he has learned along the way. We caught him right before he's going on tour with Martin Lawrence, so this is the perfect time to get him back on the show. So if you do enjoy it, Reach out to him personally on social media. Let him know how great this episode was and share this with other comedians. And let's get into the interview. Also, go check out our YouTube. We are blowing up over there. A Felipe Esparza clip has now like over 300,000 views. So if you haven't been to our YouTube, that is where all the excitement is happening. Besides our Patreon where I post extra content and I'll post episodes early like this one as well. So all that's in the show notes and now we're on to the show as there is only one thing left to do and that is inhale a hot breath yeah last with time jack the water was like thriller there were labels i made since since we did the last interview we've come up we have custom labels now from oh yeah that's right the ho- font fontus water okay yeah, so we um got this ottoman. Let me get a little bit of that. But they're, a, they're a, a local spring up in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia, so they made us some custom hot breath labels. So that's my gift to you if ever you get thirsty. I never get anything. Thank you. You never get anything? Man, what? Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: Nobody ever thinks about me, Joel.
0: <laughs> Joel. I like how you say my name.
1: Uh, yeah, I was trying to get biblical with it. I appreciate that. No problem. I look at you inside, uh, 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 d- of a mm. very high regard, man, and I, I respect really? you so much. And you make me feel like I made it because you you dressed the part, <laughs> and um, you know you, you, you like the the Walter Cronkite of comedy. Whoa! Yeah, really? Most definitely, man. You got it,
0: man. Last time we talked, we called you the hip hop Howard Stern. Oh man! And now Walter Cronkite of comedy. Hey, come Yo, on, we man. out here now.
1: Hey, come,
0: it's only right. It is. It's only right. It take two to make a thing go right, and we did that. I am so excited, man. The last episode we did it was Hop Breath episode number sixty one. Okay. And now we're in the two hundreds. Okay. So work. Those of you watching out there, welcome to the Hot Breath podcast. This is your weekly guide to comedy mastery, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. Mm -hmm. This cat right here, since our episode, so much has changed, but this guy, if you don't know, Mm -hmm. came up right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Some of you may know him as the barbed wire stripper Uh who Uh used to rub peanut butter on his chest. That's true. Some of you may know him as Honey Bun, the comedian... That used to wear wigs on stage. Yep, yep. But most of you know him as the one and only Jack Thriller. Welcome back to the Hot Breath Podcast, my man. man
1: it's a pleasure and an honor to be back Ooh, on the Hot Breath Podcast. We out here, yeah. gang gang. Yeah, we, we here, man. And we live. We are live. Oh, on my we'll life. Get, get let's let's closer. Get come, come, on, come on in. Uh, how, how they say, no homo? <laughs> pause. Yeah, and ha- pause all that <laughs> stuff to <laughs> prove that you're not gay. Sharon I just guess. taught me that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is
0: crazy. I, we just got intimate right here. Yeah,
1: this is really intimate. So we we in here now. Well, come on now. Jungle Fever. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> Coming together. Zebra hon- Head. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Make a mocha. The swirl. Coming come together, on now. Homies and honkies right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ebony and ivory <laughs> uh, 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 from the trailers and the traps. Uh, man, you better talk about it. I like it. I like it. No teeth and gold teeth. We Ooh. out here, y'all. Uh, come <laughs> on, man. You could do this all day. Already,
0: I, I, I ain't, I, I'm not as skilled as you on that, man. I, I I'm, done. I'm tapping out. Uh, now I'll keep it a hundred. I, um, those are some jokes for my new comedy special. <laughs> <laughs> The Trailer okay. and the Trap and the Homie and Honky, I say that on my new comedy specials. Okay, okay, cool, cool. The Trophy cool. Husband, now available at joelbyerscomedy.com. The Trophy Husband. The Trophy Husband. What does that mean? Are you are you married now? Yeah, man, I'm married now. Oh, yeah, I probably wasn't married last time. No, you was not married. I was in, in, not.
1: In 16, you were not married, right? No,
0: no, no, Wow, no, no. you found
1: somebody, bro. Yeah, man, we made it. Wow, I, I was married and divorced in the same year. My shit went fast. <laughs> the Action same and woman. cut. What? Yes, I got married um on Valentine's Day of 17, mm-hmm. and I got divorced uh Halloween of seventeen. <laughs> I got a trick and a treat. <laughs> yeah, what horrible. happened? Um, she couldn't hear me over the music, man. She ne- she never even learned my song. You know, um, what that means is whatever you do inside life and whatnot that people are attracted to. That's your that's your talent and stuff. They they like that person, they like that person. Oh. You know what I'm saying. So she was in in uh, in love with the idea of Jack Thriller and not who I really was when the cameras go off. Oh. You know what I'm saying. So you know, uh, it, it was what it was. But that doesn't make her a bad person. It's bad for me.
0: What's the difference between Jack Thriller on screen and off screen?
1: Uh, it, it's really not a difference. But then when you when, when sometimes when you. When you're uh, watching people on TV, you automatically assume that everybody is rich on TV. <laughs> right, or, right. Like, oh, let's say, I'm, I'm not broke, but oh, on the same token, I ain't nobody that be, like, <laughs> splurging and making it rain and all that old bullshit. That's not my thing. I I, I, I work really hard for my money, and on, on top of that, I have came up broke. So I, I just never understood the concept of buying Things that you can't afford, like the the mm. bags and all that. She wanted to live that type of lifestyle. And it just wasn't me. Oh you know she saying? wanted so to
0: spend your money. She
1: wanted to spend my money. She didn't want to get my she didn't, she didn't want to get my even when I was trying to teach her how to, you know, maneuver around and make her own brand. Yeah, she just wasn't with that. She just wanted to be handed to her, you know?
0: How'd you meet her? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh <I laughs> I had met on one of my shows. Right. No. Hey, what the deal is? No. I only bring yes. Most of the time, okay. when I see a girl, a, a, a girl at this particular time in my life. Uh, the, the girls that came on my shows, I, I was definitely you know hitting a few of them mm. and whatnot. It wasn't no prerequisite or no shit like that. But if you were ready to go, go gadget, I was. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you hear me?
0: If they were trained to go, uh-huh.
1: then I, yeah, I was going to get them draws. And
0: yeah. which which show was this?
1: Uh, party and Bullshit. Okay. Yes, definitely. Yeah. See, so I met on there, and yeah. it just instant chemistry? Yeah, we, we was partying at first, then it turned into some bullshit. Ah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent play on words. Yeah.
0: So did you smash the first night?
1: Uh, no, I got my dick sucked the first <laughs> night, and that's when I knew that she was the one for me. Uh, clearly she's yeah, the one yeah, for you. Yeah, there's, there's something about it. I can't put my finger on it. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't hit the first night, but the the second time I did get my dick sucked. Yeah, same shit. You know, whatever makes you happy, uh, whatever the time limit is. Yeah. Uh. I you 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 waiting to give me the pussy, but I'm not waiting to go get no pussy. I'm on, on to the next. Like, hey, what's going on? You coming over? Oh, uh, yeah, my
0: coming okay. now. Yeah. And how long after meeting her did you propose?
1: She I didn't propose to her. She proposed to me. No. Yeah, I, I can prove it to you too. When we get out, I'ma show, oh, show you. Oh my! Gosh. God. Oh God. I told her it was my fantasy. Right. Oh. For a woman to propose to me, Get on. she got on one knee. No. She to me. Yes, yes. What? What's wrong
0: with that? No, it's it, that just she proposed to you. She wanted to spend all your money. She came on your show like it seemed like she was in it to win it the whole time. The whole
1: time because she was listening to what I was saying that I want. And you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, look, bro, the devil answers <laughs> prayers, too. Won't he do it? Won't, yes, he will. <laughs> Let yes, him use you. <laughs> Yes, with gasoline draws on. <laughs> 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 oh, she burnt you, too. Oh, man, what taught me the true meaning of Christmas? You mean, <laughs> We had a Charlie Brown Christmas. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it, it was rough. I, I, I learned a very valuable lesson. doing it. And I, and I take my time when it comes to relationships now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Just even calling somebody a friend, you know what I'm saying? You have to really earn my friendship Mm -hmm. you know like i i don't hang around nobody i don't want to hang around guy or girl
0: you know it's uh, i'm i'm really really protective of my peace. how long into the relationship did you realize this was a mistake (laughs) i think day two what (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, after we got married, boy, she just straight up flipped the script. Really? She thought that she had me right where she wanted me, but I'm not the type of person that you can trap. Cause I, I don't mind I, I, if it, if I got to pay to get the, get you the fuck out of my life, I'm gonna do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she just started to unravel and start acting different, and I was like, look here, bitch, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, that shit ain't gonna fly, and I'm not somebody that. You could be fake around for too long. You, you—it's like a vampire walking inside a church. Your head going to explode, goddamn, Mm-hmm-hmm. and whatnot. And that's what happened. shit started uh, unraveling. Once again, she's not a bad person; just bad for me.
0: Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Very diplomatic answer. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, I've grown I've grown now, and I know it's all it's more about accountability. Okay. You know, forget pointing my fingers at what you did to me, and uh, this I ain't shit because of this or because this person didn't. No. What did What did you do? I, I had to really uh, point the fingers back at myself, man, and you know allow myself to grow. And um, uh, 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 when I did that, the self reflection and stuff. I became a better person, and things started happening in positive in my life because I wasn't looking for anybody to blame. Mm. You know, yeah. It seems like you learned a lot from it. Yeah, I learned a lot from it. it. It definitely taught me who I am and who I ain't. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So it was worth it. Yeah, most definitely. Um. Yeah, and, and then uh, I ain't gonna even front. That's what got me on the tour with Martin. What? I, like, yeah. When I when I was uh, going through all this shit, I didn't know understand why I was. Um, uh, uh, I I got to get married and divorce, and why um, I, I I get homeless and have to move around five or six times, and then why I go blind and or uh, I, I, I I why I was depressed, I didn't get why God was allowing these things to happen to me, because I feel like I'm such a great guy and I made myself so easy to love, mm-hmm. but th- when I when I went up at uh, Sway in the Morning at Caroline's on Broadway. And I talked about what was going on inside of my life, you know. The crowd was very receptive to it, to the point where it scared the hell out of me. And like, whoa! So my pain is really uh, entertaining to them. Yeah. And then, you know, he threw it up online and stuff. And then, um, uh, uh, that's where ICM scene, and they showed it to Martin. Martin was like, yo. I want this guy on my tour. What? And I'm like, what the fuck? Out of millions of comedians that could be on the tour, I'm the newest dude on there considered in, in comedy. Well, Because what? I've been a comedian for like 20 years now. But I, that's not what I'm known for. I'm known for the interviews. Right, and exactly. Stuff like that and the battle rap and all kind of shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I got kind of got away from the comedy because the other things that I was doing was working. And when I did this, it just automatically let me know that it's time to just focus on that stage and get my shit together. So that's why I'm here in Atlanta right now. Preparing, the, uh, going to a, I'm back to the basics, man. I'm yeah, in front of man. southern audiences mm-hmm. and whatnot, and I'm, I'm bringing the pain. Sharpening the sword again. Sharpening the sword, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, uh, I'm just in a really happy place inside of my life right
0: now. What a beautiful juxtaposition, though, from almost like the lowest part of your life. You said you're homeless? Yes, homeless. Depressed? Now, I mean, what did you, you kind of skipped through that. Yeah, like, yeah. You were homeless. No, you kind of was like, I was homeless, I was depressed, it was the lowest part of my life. Yeah. And and then This happened, but what was that moment? You're are you living in your car? What do you how homeless oh, no, were you? No, no, I wouldn't that I wasn't living in the car homeless
1: because I didn't have a car, <laughs> I wasn't on the street homeless, uh huh. You know, I was uh uh staying at friends' houses, oh man, and yeah, I was couch surfing and stuff trying to you know figure it out and get it back together.
0: You're, you're this, you're this. Top interviewer. You're interviewing all these celebrities, and yet you're homeless and depressed at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was, was was wild about that, and I was still doing the
1: interviews and whatnot while you're watching me, but you don't know what, I, what I'm going through. Oh I'm my. blind, too, at the same time. You went you blind? I went blind, too. Like, yeah. completely? Yeah, well, what? to the point where it's just fuzzy, and it, it was a deep fog. I had to detach my retina. What? Yeah, I got, I got an... Um, there was a whole nother relationship after my marriage.
0: Uh, you married an eye doctor?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it was, a, it was a previous relationship. Uh, the girl I was with before um, I got married, she I needed somebody to talk to after I had got my divorce. So I hit her up just to be her, just for some friendship. But that's not what she had on her mind. She thought we was getting back together.
0: Oh no! Yeah, so she
1: was sleeping on on my couch and stuff, you know, spending the night talking to me and everything. But I'm not knowing she's got this chip on her shoulder because I didn't marry her. We were together for like two and a half years. Oh my or something gosh! Like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, my, on my birthday, she was supposed to be making me a birthday dinner, and um, uh, uh, we uh, I, my birthday also fell on the same day I do partying bullshit. So I the plan was she was supposed to come to party and bullshit, have some fun, some drinks, and then go back to the house and then cook my um my favorite meal, which is steak and lobster, surf and turf. Mm-hmm. So I went and bought the lobster myself. That was already done. And then I got went and got this big these big ass T bone steaks and shit. And um uh um when I got back from the party, I had me a threesome set up at about one in the morning. So she's supposed to cook this and leave and go to her job or go to work or something and go home. She was on my couch, butt ass naked. Laying out like m- Marilyn Monroe. The, she done ate all my goddamn um, lobster. <laughs> she, yeah, she ravaged that motherfucker. And then the steak was still frozen in the, um, in the sink. Mm. And I I came over to the couch. I was like, hey, get the fuck up and get the fuck out of my goddamn house right now. <laughs> you done made my birthday about you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fuck is wrong with you? And she said, what you say?" I said, bitch, get the fuck up and get the fuck out my house right fucking now. So she put on the clothes and whatnot and she walked over to me again and I guess she needed to want, want just some clarification on what I had said one more time. Right. And I didn't know I was being set up. <laughs> I, I said, she was like, so say that one more time. I said, bitch, get the fuck up and get out my house now. And she hit me in my good eye. <gasps> yes, I she know I got one good eye. Bitch hit me in my good eye, and uh, you, you know you ever played uh, Call of Duty? Yeah. And then you know how on the, the blood pop on the screen and shit. <laughs> the, that's what happened to my eye on the inside of the eye, but not on the outside. On the inside, it was bleeding on the inside. So I'm instantly going blind right then and there in the oh. face, and I'm terrified. I don't know what the fuck finna happen. This bitch finna goddamn but to cut my lights off, literally. So man, I reached back from the pits of hell. And I punched that bitch in her fucking nose and I grabbed her by her fucking neck like a pit bull puppy and I bowled her into the wall like Fred Flintstone. Then I jumped up in the air like Bruce Lee. You know how he got his foot up in the air like this? And then he come down. But before I did that shit, I'm like, oh shit, I'm Jack Thriller. I can't do that. I stopped myself from Bruce Lee and the bitch. And so um she calls the police and the um the police got there fast there. Fuck. I go to the dough. And I answered the door with the police with there. They were like, oh, shit. Sir, are you all right? I said, yeah, uh, I'm okay. He said, sir, your eye is hanging out the socket. I was like, what? Were you serious? Whose eye? My eye. And I, and I did this shit right here. And my eye was hanging out. I was like, oh, shit, it's my eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was losing it because I'm touching my eye, hanging out my face. And what, Now this bitch didn't push my shit out of my face. And I was like, yo, that bitch in there, she did this shit. So she she saw my I was hanging out like a yo-yo the whole goddamn time they took both boys to jail. And um, I did three days in jail oh. because none of my friends could bail me out because I forgot don't none of my friends know my real name. <laughs> Uh, Everybody thinks I'm Jack Thriller for the last 10 years. Right. That's inside of my life, and I realize I don't have no real fucking friends. (laughs) I have been committed to being Jack Thriller (laughs) this whole goddamn time and then backfired on me in jail. But mind you, I never planned on going to jail ever, so I didn't think that a situation like this would ever uh, pop off. Everybody knows me in jail that made it weird too and they were like what? what are you doing here because you know what I'm saying they know what I do they know who I am and it just don't seem like I would you know pop off like that so you they
0: know? they know you jack thriller from yeah, this, is 50, this is 50 and 50. you're in jail with a missing eye and with
1: a fucking <laughs> eye hanging out the goddamn socket yeah
0: yeah but they were they like yo you that interview mofo yeah are you okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool, I think, for the most part. And my I heard it like a motherfucker. Oh my god. So gosh. You know, um I, I go see the judge. The judge uh looks at my record and who I am and she obviously uh, I see exactly she look at this girl record and see who the fuck she is. She mm-hmm. goddamn a a fucking uh bunny tail bitch where one of them bartender bitches when them with the, the, the uh fucking thong up their ass. Uh, but, she's had a, a chicken head Yeah, chicken some chicken head ass. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. For you sure. You know what I'm saying? But once again, pointing the finger back at me. It was was my fault for dating chicken head ass bitches and whatnot. So I put that on me. I have to raise my standards when it comes to dating people. When I say dating, I'll fuck a chicken head all day. Mm -hmm. I'll fuck a chicken head off. You know what I'm saying? But as far as dating, no. They ain't loyal. No. Chicken heads ain't loyal. Not at all. And it's a waste of fucking time.
0: Did you meet her on your show too? Uh no,
1: I yes I did, but it was God. another show. It was sixteen or better.
0: Oh my! I
1: gosh. gotta stop meeting bitches on my shows. Oh, ah, yeah, seems to be a pattern. Seems to be a pattern, chat. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah,
0: but anyway, yeah. Um, and is that when the depression kicked in? When you're like in jail and you're like, where am I at with my life?
1: Yes, it, it was. It, I could say it it's just started right there. Yeah. And I had then lost my, lost the apartment, you know, shortly after I got out of there. And it's, things were just starting to spiral down. And I was kind of starting to give up, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I uh, when I would walk outside and people would recognize me and they would, they would, like, tell me how they felt about this thing that I did online or that thing that I did on wilding Out and whatnot, and it would just, you know, recharge me. Mm. And it made me want to fight again. And I got up off my ass, and I figured it out. How low
0: did it get? Were you thinking about quitting or anything like
1: that? Most definitely, mm. I definitely thought about quitting, uh, but it wasn't nothing to quit to. You know, this all I had been dedicated my my whole uh, life to <laughs> yeah, that's was true. comedy and entertainment. What does Jack Driller quit to go do? Yeah, I got no skills. I dropped out in the uh, ninth grade mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, what do you quit to go do? So,
0: you know, the only way out is going straight through.
1: And I got up off my ass, and I just rebuilt myself.
0: Yeah, that is the thing about us being comedians, is it is kind of like <laughs> there's no real backup plan. There is no like, backup plan. You can't go back to McDonald's. Yeah. That's where you would have to start over, I yes, guess. Yes, yes, yes. But then you booked the Sway thing. Yeah. And that's when, I guess, is was that like the the first sign of light at the end of the tunnel?
1: Yeah, most definitely. When Sway had, because uh, Sway, he's a friend of mine it's great. He's a friend of mine. Like I said, he heard about what was happening oh, with me. I would not okay. tell nobody. You, you could just see I wasn't doing well. And it was public knowledge about my divorce and stuff so, <sighs> you know, and what happened a lot of people the people in the industry knew what the fuck had
0: happened so. How how long were you blind for? Uh, like, about I, a year. What? Mm-hmm. Do you have someone to help you around or what do you have to I, do? Uh, uh, your people friends would help me
1: and um you know, but for the most part I was trying to help myself. Much as I could, I, I never really like asking for help for
0: anything. So had to figure it out. That's man, that's so crazy because perception being one thing versus the other. It's like because of me seeing you, I'm like, oh man, he's killing it these interviews, and you're working. I, I see you like work. You have like your own weed company now, or yeah. like your own strength You own
1: G five uh, cultivation, and yeah, I have my my own strand. O G killer uh, thriller.
0: Oh oh i thought you were about to cough i thought you got the the gas nah, lungs had, nah, so. i had just ate
1: them uh, those uh lemon pepper wings oh uh, okay. you know you come to atlanta you got to eat some lemon pepper
0: wings yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so you you have your own weed strain now mm-hmm. yep i'm on weed strain i also work with another uh weed company called all american papers man we starting all american records uh in a couple of weeks and the first artist is jack thriller mm. and i got uh it's a three album deal um uh, monogamously promiscuous is gonna be the first project, <laughs> then a uh, gospel sex symbol, and that's the name of my band too. Mm. Um, and then um, I'm doing uh, Sleep with One Eye Open.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank goodness you got that one eye back. Yo, I need that. Eye. Man, mm-hmm. now and I once was blind, but now I see. That's and do these people just come to you? Like it's it seems like. No, I go get it. You go out and get it. I go get it. Because I remember when when we talked in the first interview. On here, it's like you're like, yeah, I moved to New York and I made it happen with Fifty Cent. Like I mm-hmm. made all my success happen. Mm-hmm. So is that what's happening now with Most this definitely.
1: stuff? Definitely, is the grind never stop. Mm-hmm. I go, I got, I got up off my ass. You know what I'm saying? I got tired of waiting on somebody else. Yeah, and you know, and and uh, I don't let people promise me that. Hey, just stick around and
0: we gonna I I I go make it happen myself. Mm-hmm. I don't depend on nobody but me. H- how do you? Cause that, that's what I'm doing with my comedy special, <clears throat> The Trophy Husband, as we said earlier, mm-hmm. is like my goal is to all these comedians releasing specials, but it's like I produced it myself. You know, I paid for everything. I'm releasing it myself with the goal of creating my own opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's been out. I just released it last week. It was mm-hmm. on my 10 year comedy anniversary. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of like, okay, now how do you get people to care? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How mm-hmm. do I get people to care, Jack? Break it
1: up into pieces and stuff, and start. You know, do the same type of marketing that Netflix would do and whatnot, you know, in um, different pieces. Um, I also would um, uh, um, like set up private viewings and stuff mm. and invite people out and everything, make it a dinner and a movie. Like for Valentine's Day, you should uh, do like a little Valentine's show, have little specials where um, you know. Steak dinners or some shit like that and everything. Oh. And people watch your, uh, your stand-up special, you know, A, a, a Night with Joel. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be – every day could be Valentine's Day, so <clears throat> just create the opportunity. Oh, I like that. Make it, it a couple's thing, you know, for cater towards the ladies. The ladies are the ones who buy the comedy tickets, you know.
0: And I feel like with the title, of The Trophy Husband, I am tr- I'm trying to maybe get into that wedding world mm-hmm. or the marriage world, mm-hmm. like – Cause there's there's a lot of topical things in that based on my personal experience mm-hmm. with it, that I feel like could translate to more people. Most definitely, I think that it's a whole theme behind that also, mm-hmm. um,
1: with uh, you being the trophy husband, you always dressed up like a groom. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? You you would have a wedding theme, um, uh, 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 comedy shows and whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You, you got you got to really put on put put on and embody that world and start getting the. Um, uh, sponsorships from different wedding companies, Davis Bridal's and whatnot, and some kind of giveaway for wedding dresses or something like that, or a up with limo companies and stuff. Everything that has to do with getting married. Uh-huh. Party promoters. Yeah, that you, you came up with a genius concept. You just get lost inside of that world. Man, there's a whole bunch of checks out there that's waiting on you. How do you approach someone about a sponsorship? <clears throat> or how would I? Well, you, you would go to David bridal or, or go to that limo company mm-hmm. and find out who the man is and you know uh, take a meeting with them and see if you could sit down and uh, show them your your uh, stand-up special and tell them what your ideas is to help market their uh, situation also and see how you guys can't work together starting off with um, you know uh, maybe some kind of barter system and then turn it into um, a monetary thing once they find out that it's beneficial for the both of you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they definitely have a di- a database that you could definitely use, you know, that goes along with the whole trophy uh, husband um,
0: thing. This so, is me coming off the top of my of head. Of course. No, no, no. Of course. Because yeah. la- last time we talked, mm-hmm. um, you, you were talking about your Rihanna, your parody interviews, mm-hmm. and you were like, do this with politicians, mm-hmm. and, it's like, and it'll pop off. Mm. And I did it. Mm. It didn't pop off, but I'm glad it didn't. I mean, it's still on my YouTube, but it's Mm. like, I'm glad Were you now consistent that with it? wasn't. No, I released like three of them.
1: And that you got, you can't, you got to keep going.
0: But it ended up, yeah, it wasn't. Um, that wasn't, that wasn't the move. Back then, I was trying to be this. I was like trying to be the all-American kid and all, mm. and do political stuff. But now I'm not even. I'm more oh, just. You didn't like it. Okay. I'm more like personal. I talk about my story. I'm not trying to attach onto a wave. I'm trying to create my own now. It most definitely. So most that, definitely. But you. It you, takes longer. But yes. Yeah, it's rewarding in the end. Yeah, I like the long road. <clears throat> is harder but it takes you farther you know so that's 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 my mindset i'm on Mm, great mindset so so yeah i'll i can uh, reach out i can connect with all these different wedding companies and just see if it's almost like i become like a spokesman or shoot a commercial with them maybe or something like that Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and maybe it's like i shoot a commercial for the limo company Mm -hmm. and then there's like an affiliate link that if anyone that sees it and hires the limo company through that affiliate link i get a cut of that maybe
1: yeah most definitely you can do it that way and um also, you 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 focus on making these commercials funny.
0: Right, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. funny you, first. Make funny funny first first
1: and whatnot, and that'll get you booked on a lot more wedding shows. Yeah. And then you, you become this wedding um a uh, trophy husband guru on ladies. Now if you this if you want the reason why you're not married is because you're not listening and you Ooh. become the wedding expert. Uh-huh. Yeah. You find a husband. And, and um, uh, by coming to my seminars on, on, and, and taking it from my husband. I'm, a ex, I'm an expert husband. <laughs>
0: expert <laughs> you, you husband. Me? Yes. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm everyone's type. I'll be the husband whisperer. Yeah, exactly. Like the dog whisperer. Yeah. Like Cesar. Mm-hmm. But Joel. Exactly. Yeah, even in the special, I was wearing the suit I wore at my wedding. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely embodying mm-hmm. that whole... Now it's just like, turn it up to 11, maybe.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, so maybe even anyone listening, if that sounds, if you want to work together, it sounds like, holler at your boy.
1: That's how you do that, yeah. We out here. Mm-hmm.
0: It only took me 10 years in comedy to be like, hey, I should make money at this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It happens. You dribble, you shoot, you hope for the best. But you, you shot pretty much the slam dunk when it comes to this martin lawrence thing i have got to talk to you about this because like he's i mean when i mean in our world the comedy world i mean he's he's like the goat to a lot of people yes he is is that dude he's worked with everybody so when you when you got that call what was that moment like man i cried
1: i I, was unbelievable and it was another moment like, hey, man, God is listening to me. I'm supposed to be here. It's going to happen. That was preparation meeting opportunity. Yes. I'm ready. I'm
0: ready. When can I go? Let's go tomorrow. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just, you get on the call and is it your agent or? It's my manager. Your manager is mm-hmm. like, hey, Martin Lawrence. We got this, it.
1: We got we it. We got it. Oh, man. We got it, man. Why Yo, it? it's really happening. Mm-hmm. It's really happening. It was that type of vibe, man. You know, I'm still on cloud nine right now.
0: But how much stand up you have you been doing? Man, six shows a night. But okay, so you're you've been you've been still working it most definitely. Okay. You,
1: you ain't got no choice.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a skill set that yeah. If you if you let it go, it'll let go of you. So most you've got to stay in that gym. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's preparation again. That if Martin Lawrence like, hey, I want you to open for me, and you're like, all right, I've got four minutes and two of it's crowd work. Mm-hmm. So all right, I'll try my best, Martin. Yeah, right. But you're ready for it. I'm ready for it. So with these. <laughs> <coughs> you've interviewed also some of my like, all-time great comedians, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Patrice O'Neill, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Hart, uh, countless others. And the Patrice O'Neill one, you actually got a number from a comic and called him mm-hmm. and were just like, hey, what's up? I'd like to interview you. And then mm-hmm. you made it happen. Mm-hmm. Is that how you've been able to make a lot of your opportunities is you just find your way to connect with the right people
1: yeah i go to where it's at man i put myself all the way out there and i'm not afraid to be rejected not afraid you know to be rejected yeah i have Ooh. lost the ability to be offended
0: oh wow mm-hmm. okay because that that's that's something i need to get more proactive at is putting myself out there more just asking mm-hmm. you know just being because with this show you know this show has grown to really be like inside the actor studio for comedians mm-hmm. but I want to be getting, you know, I want, I want Sinbad, I want Kevin Hart, you mm-hmm. know, I want the top, the biggest I've gotten. I've got Cedric the Entertainer. I saw that; that was amazing. So, so I got him, and mm-hmm. that was another, that was validation that like, okay, mm-hmm. we're on the right track. This is possible. Mm-hmm. But now let let's turn it up another gear here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's start get let's get the Martin Lawrences. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what do you have any advice on how we can start to shift those gears? I'll um,
1: find out where they're gonna be at, and you know, just you know, keep asking and uh, working until it works. Mm, okay. That's what I would say. Definitely,
0: just consistency. Yeah, name of the game. All day in the hallway. <laughs> so what are what are some of the big things you've learned from comedian like Kevin Hart, for instance, or a Patrice O'Neill? Like, what are some things, big takeaways you've learned from being around these kind of people? Oh, uh,
1: Patrice O'Neill, man, the best advice he ever gave me: is have an opinion, but don't let the opinion have you. So, you know, that basically means that, you know, you can you can say something, but don't be so arrogant to not be open to what someone else says because they could teach you something and give you a whole other perspective that you never even thought of. So, you know, have an opinion, but don't let your opinion have you. Mm. Mm. What about uh, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Uh, I, I, one thing that I learned about um, from him, and I think that, you know, everybody can take away because he one The the most hardest working comedians ever in the world. And that's just be consistent. Mm. Be consistent, man. And be resilient. And, uh, you know, um, wake up early. I would just say just be consistent and work work hard. His ethic is unmatched. What about uh, Lil Duval? Lil Duval taught me how to be Jack Thriller. And, Hmm. you know, just basically not to believe everything I hear. And um, to uh, you know, always be accountable. Um, he he also uh, helped me get, a, get learn how to work the uh, the internet to get a, the edge on that. He's a really he's a genius when it comes to social media.
0: Yes. Yeah, and the music
1: now the music G- G- unbelievable right? popped all the way off. But we've been doing music for over twenty years, man. Mm-hmm. And then he found one and he, he changed history. Yeah. He's part of Black History Month now. He was uh, they, they talked about him on Jeopardy. Come on. Really? Yes, he was a Jeopardy question.
0: What what is that like to be seeing these these cats you came up with? Because you guys were in the trenches together. Mm-hmm. Like y'all came up, up mm-hmm. together. So what is it like now? Like it's seeing... inspirational. Uh-huh. Once
1: again it is let you know your time is coming. You show show me who your friends are and I'll show you what your future is. Mm. You've heard that before? I have. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things, man. Stop hanging around janky motherfuckers, man, and get around people that uh, are doing things and you know really maximizing off life and understand that you only live once. And so you better go ahead and every day live it to the fullest and do what you really want to do. Don't waste your time. Time is the
0: only thing you can't get back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite quotes from our first interview was you had said I believed in myself before anyone else did. Oh yeah, most definitely. I feel like in comedy it can be such like a lonely gradual process. Yes. So like what how did you in your in those hard times early in the grind like how did you overcome that self-doubt? How did you break through and just keep going? Um I j- just didn't want to I didn't I didn't want to be
1: that that comedian or that just a person in life where people just felt sorry for mm. and what I wanted to be a winner and I wanted to win by all costs and whatnot. So I just made up in my mind that I was going to work hard and I, I wasn't going to look like no sucker, no bum and whatnot. And I'm get down on it. So I just made a choice to win. I made a choice to be happy by any means necessary. This is like a mindset. Yeah. It's a mind. It's an all mindset.
0: It's all mindset. It's
1: all mindset is the art of war is mental.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can you expand on that? Um, you
1: know, like I said, uh, you, you 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 have to, uh, you can wheel yourself into a great situation, hmm. but you have to always be able to see yourself inside those successful situations and whatnot, and then you have to start envisioning on how to get there. And um, you, you can't allow yourself to be distracted. Distractions come in all different types of forms, friends, vices, um, advices, um uh, um, uh, situations, uh, b- backup plans. You have to stay on the path. Remember what you came here for and follow through. Don't take the easy way out. Follow through. Don't look left. Don't look right. And damn sure don't look back. Only way out is through.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, and you, it's all mental. You even said, like, visualize? You, like, picture yes, success? envision something. yourself.
1: And then, like, like, for instance, I wrote down some, uh, uh, a set of goals last year, and one of goals was I was mm. going to be a major... Uh, a major um, tour, <laughs> and I was gonna get a Netflix deal, uh, and I was going to get a record deal. These are—I have friends I could call up to you right now and tell you—they'll tell you that that I said that's what I was gonna do, and I did it. Like I got friends that I could I could call right now, and um, I told them that I was gonna come up to New York and I was gonna meet Fifty Cent, and I did it. I got friends right now that, that I told I was gonna be on wilding out and no manager no agent and I did it mm. I did it man so you you got to see yourself inside that situation man because nothing uh, only thing the difference between you and somebody else is that they just they, they they uh deserve to be ahead of you because they actually tried and you was thinking too much waiting on the right time but man sometimes
0: waiting on the right time where you, you'll be dead
1: for whatever the right time is. You feel me?
0: Yeah, even setting the intention I have found to be super... Like, last year was the first time I set, like, actual measurable goals. And, like, one of them was I want to record a comedy album this year. It just happened that one of the fans of my podcast had a production company and Mm. was like, hey, we can make this a comedy special Mm. instead of just an album. Mm. But setting the intention to create an album kind of put the whole thing in motion Mm. to now become the trophy husband. Mm. But if I didn't first set that goal, it would have never happened. Nah, it wouldn't have happened, man. Yeah, but as comedians, we can get lost in just, well, it is what it is. But Mm -hmm. I feel like now it's time and the opportunity is bigger than ever for us to create our own success that's absolutely correct and w- do you have any tips for comics who are out there on the hustle and are just like well how can i start to get my own thing going you know go get your own
1: thing going. and come up with an idea and once again be consistent it's mm-hmm. so many different ways to get yourself out there that, you know these things that are available to you that you know Bruce Bruce didn't have, like, social media. Right, These right. guys don't have, um, like, a lot of older comedians don't have, like, big-ass followings. They had to go out there and make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, But we have access to uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all these, the TikTok, all these different ways to promote yourself. If you don't make it today, you ain't supposed to make it. So just uh- put yourself <laughs> out there and make it happen. Do the work. You gotta do the work. I remember when I was in acting classes with Robert Townsend, he said, Honey bun." There are no shortcuts. You got to do the work. Wow. Yeah. What about uh, 50 Cent? What have you learned from working with him? He said, don't ever do business with somebody that don't respect you. Hmm. Don't ever do business with somebody that don't respect you Uh, with some other thing. He talked about, Um, uh, when he, always, he was just talking about the other day uh, when he found out that I was on the tour. Martin Martin is his favorite comedian. And uh, he was just like, hey, man, you it, you got to get ready to uh it ain't nothing wrong with you changing because people around you are going to change and you know feel like that they was part of your success and they actually had nothing to do with it because what success breeds envy um uh uh, uh entitlement uh and uh, and, uh jealousy hmm. envy jealousy envy jealousy entitlement it's it's another word i'm looking for it's this three envy and entitlement It's one more
0: not Well, Envy and Jealousy, I guess, are the same thing. Mm. Um, envy? Entitlement? Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm not 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah, Should we yeah. text yeah, him? You, you get it. You get yeah, it. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will change up on you. Yeah, people will definitely change up When you. Get, when you get successful, mm-hmm. people start to switch up. But yeah. like you said, it's people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. So you being in the same room as Martin Lawrence is kind of like, oh, I'm in the right place. Man, my
1: DMs filled with bitches that didn't want to fuck me. Word. And then Chick changes, like, hey, Jack. how you doing, big head? What's going on? I got long lost cousins and shit and from 20 years ago wanting to, to be cousins again. Like, hold on, now we grown now. We don't have to be cousins. No right, way. right.
0: I release <laughs> you. Everybody thinks you're like co-star and you guys are like going to you're this multimillionaire yeah. all of a sudden. They're yeah, like, "Yo, I, let me hold something. Jack, let exactly. me hold something."
1: Exactly. Like I just thought in Bad Boys folk. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Not yet. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, maybe landing this plane here, do you have any other uh advice for comics or any other lessons you've learned that you can kind of impart onto us young ambitious souls?
1: I, like I said before, there's no blueprint to it. I would just say mm-hmm. go up three, three, four times a week. Turn turn that five minutes into 10 minutes, that 10 minutes into uh, 15, and so on and so forth. Just be consistent mm-hmm. and uh, mind your business.
0: Ooh. Stop worrying
1: about whatever everybody else is doing and mind your goddamn business because they, they shit ain't got nothing to do with you. Preach. Yeah, keep on writing. Keep on writing. And uh, don't sweat the dumb shit. The, 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 the p- things that are petty that you know you don't really really have to address. Like if somebody really pissed you off that much, just stop fucking with them and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? But move on with your life and be positive. Be 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 that beacon of light and whatnot, man, because you don't never know what, who's going to turn into who when they, and they can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Humble I, yourself.
0: I've learned that 10 years into this game now is you just never know – Who's gonna be what and now. where? And that one, that one comedian that you kind of just were rude to mm-hmm. at that open mic eight mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. now is like the biggest booker in town, mm-hmm. or is now like running their own show on mm-hmm. TV. Like you just never know. You never know. Just always be a good person, be nice. B- bottom line. And you were the first. The first time we met up, you didn't even know me. Mm-hmm. We kind of we connected when you did the show at Uptown. Mm-hmm. And then I just got referred. I think Ronnie Jordan was the one who was like, Joel's good people. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you were like, all right, well, if he says so or whatever. You know, you just mm-hmm. kind of did it just based on the people you surround yourself with. Well, if they like him, then I'll probably like yeah, them.
1: Yeah, yeah. What could possibly
0: go wrong? And now the hip-hop Howard Stern and the Walter Cronkite comedy. You better talk that <laughs> shit just like that. Oh, and you said last time mm-hmm. you wanted to be like uh, like a Lauren Michaels or like a Keenan where you want to start purveying these young talents. Yeah, are yeah. you still thinking in that mindset also? Um, Because I'm ready when you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm focused on myself. That's now, it is, real.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I, like I said, I'm just getting back on my feet and stuff. Right. And I'm just getting out there, and I, I got to really focus on Jack because I gave it to the streets for a long time for free. And I've helped a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. I've helped a lot of DJs. I've helped a lot of rappers and whatnot. But I didn't. I ain't really helped Jack. I ain't. I, I, and I I right now I'm pouring from it. I I just got finished getting my glass back full because I was pouring mm. from an empty cup.
0: And I think that's the right mindset. It mm. seems like it almost came full circle for you I'm there. Full circle. I, and I'm, I'm I'm charged up, man. I'm ready to go. I'm excited for you, man, because it does sound like you've been giving 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 Mm -hmm. giving 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 and it seems like now it's gonna start returning to you exactly you feel that like that wave most
1: definitely bro the money is gonna change address is changing yeah i'm i'm really excited right now
0: no more no more ex-wives no more chicken heads
1: uh now i'm cool on that marriage shit i don't have to do that no more yeah you You know what i'm saying unless it was a, a billion a millionaire chick or was that multi-million dollars or something? Well, now
0: you're going to marry her like your chick married you. No, she wants want to, you for the money. No,
1: anybody have money. I just want somebody that can hold their own. Oh, okay. I and see. And don't, don't need me for nothing but, but companionship. And when we get together, we celebrate our life as being successful together. Because I don't want your money. But I I just want to be able to focus on doing what I'm doing. And you don't be thinking about what you, you being here for just
0: getting what you can get. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, man. Well, yo, let's let's wrap this up, man. This is this is a fun interview. Man, you 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 feel that way? I do feel that way. Man, thank you so much, man. I, I sure appreciate you. I feel like it went on like oh, I'm I'm getting better at I feel like because in interviewing it's a lot of like you like listening. Mm-hmm. Early on, you know, because I do so much research for people, it was almost like a script where I'm like, okay, we're gonna go here and then here and then here. Mm-hmm. So whatever they say, we're going here next. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's kind of more organic but i felt like this kind of went on like a high energy wave and then we got like serious and then it kind of feel like it kind of went on a whole roller coaster there. most
1: definitely most
0: definitely I, bro you're an excellent interviewer bro yo that means a lot coming from you yeah. a professional you're interviewer an excellent interviewer all right so let's um is there anything else before we get out of here he, he's on ig live right now yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. the culture is uh is there anything else that you want the world to know
1: um that, there's nothing that i can think of off the top of my head mm-hmm. um, i just really appreciate everybody that has been you know dealing with me thus far and uh you know the best is yet to come Let, let's get it
0: popping baby where um, Where can they support you and
1: in... at jack thriller man on uh, instagram or, or follow the littlest fuck tour marlon lawrence oh man and going from here from, do on so to, from cool. right now to to may yeah it's going down in a major way watch party and bullshit every monday um, uh, uh, sixteen or better. We doing the uh, one-off episodes. South by Southwest, man. Uh, Jack driller stage hosted by myself and Head Crack. What? Uh, Urban Feats every uh, uh, in Austin, Texas, uh, March twenty-first. Yo, uh, all uh, independent artists that want a slot, uh, email me at sixteen or better at gmail and get your slot today and whatnot. And uh, uh, let me see. Once again, look out for that. The, my album, man. Um, R&B comedy and whatnot. It's going to be amazing I got a lot of dope ass features That's going to be on there So you know Look out for that I'm saying and by, I, I, You're going to see me Start hearing me Drop music Within the next Three four weeks You have like You're like your own network I'm my own network bro I'm not waiting on nobody To put me on Ooh. Or put
0: myself on bro Alright mm-hmm. Well the final thing Every guest does Is they look into the camera They say who they are And why comics Should listen To Hot Breath Podcast
1: Hey, what's up, what's up? This your boy, Jack Thriller, a.k.a. Cock Out of Matt Sailor Man, a.k.a. Debo 3000, a.k.a. Frank Lotion, a.k.a. Jacovelli, man. Hey, and uh, comics should definitely watch Hot Breath uh, uh, Podcast because it's informative. Um, it is the comedy bible, up to date, and you find out the who, we, and where, and why, and if it's here, you know it's hot on the Hot Breath Podcast, Hot Breath Podcast, Hot Breath Podcast with my man, Joel. Let's go. <sighs>
0: My man, Jack Thriller, thanks for being on Hot Breath again, man. I appreciate you, man. Ooh, we made it. Let's go. That's good stuff. Ugh, yeah. You feel good about that? I feel
1: really good. I do, too. You're amazing, bro. Word?
0: Yeah.
1: You think so? I
0: know so. Oh, snap. All right, Hot Breathiverse, you are now listening to the Walter Cronkite of comedy. Hang out with me here. Quickly in this outro, I just want to give some exciting news. Shout out to everyone that came out to my sold out Valentine's Day show in Tucker, Georgia at High Card and Blue Tart Brewing. We sold that out. It was such a great show. If you guys want to see me in your town, reach out to me on social media at Joel Byers Comedy or go to Hot Breath Podcast. Email me that way, hopbreathpodcast.com or joelbyerscomedy.com. You can also get my comedy special on my website as well. So definitely go check that out. That was 10 years of comedy grinding. I was able to put onto what I think is like a unique spin on the comedy special format. So I hope you enjoy it and find it inspiring to do that. David Ross all the way out in Arizona reached out saying he loved the special. It was hilarious and that he now wants to do his own. So that is my whole mission with this. Not only this comedy special, but this show is to really start inspiring comics to start creating their own success. You know, you heard Jack Thriller on here, the mindset. That's why I jumped this episode to the front of the line. I have others in the catalog, but this one came up first because the mindset is so, so important. So I hope if you took away anything, that's my favorite part of it. I'd love to hear your favorite part, please. Reach out to me on social media. I do respond. I do want to hear from you. It does matter. Go subscribe to our YouTube page. Go to my personal YouTube page, Joel Byers Comedy, and you can see the vlogumentary I've been doing about my comedy special that's showing me preparing out at open mics and stuff. So it's that comedy grit I hadn't really seen captured before. But all that, man, I appreciate all the time you spend with me here, so I won't take up any more in this outro, but Share this, share this, share this. Word of mouth is the best way we're going to spread this show. If you're looking for one way to support it, and it's not going to be to go subscribe to the YouTube, or it's not going to be to go join the Patreon, share this with other comics. So you have your marching orders this week, hot brethren and sister, and go forth, share the show. And I'm serious, if any of y'all have a wedding company, or know of someone who does something within the wedding world and would like to work with the trophy husband, reach out to me. Let's figure out a way we can help each other grow together. Thank you to my wife. I thank her at the end of all these episodes. Thank to my wife for making the theme song for this as well as making me who I am today. And until next Monday, right here on Hot